And now, another exciting episode in the adventures of Superman, faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Welcome to The VO Life, a podcast for those who are trying to figure out how to build a career in VO from a guy who just seems to always learn the hard way. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 welcome back to The VO Life. This is the the rise and fall and the climb and stumble of living that VO life. But today we've got a really cool success story. This is a guy that is, uh, uh, I have followed him for a couple of years and he's got a huge Facebook group. A lot of you are probably in it. And we have decided we're going to be squeaky and raspy today. Uh, This is Josh Alexander. Hey, Josh. Hey, how's it going, Mr. Raspy? Man, it's if this weather would settle down and I could settle in on this voice, uh, I, I might could start booking more. I don't know. You never yeah. know. You I never think know. we should pitch it on Shark Tank. Some some new animation. You know, Shark uh, Raspy and and Squeaky. Well, actually, let's <laughs> yeah. put you first. Actually, Squeak. No, it's, it would be Raspy and Squeaky. I'll, I'll take second place. Second uh, yeah, if you go alphabetical, but I, I actually like Squeaky and Raspy better. It's, it has a better <laughs> feel to it. It's like so, to be revisited. Exactly. Exactly. Stimpy, don't touch that. Anyway, um, Josh is has got. I always thought the the coolest branding with Super Voiceover. Now you've got to tell me how you accidentally came across that, or or was it planned? Well, so it was probably accidentally planned. Uh, I think, as with so many people um, uh, who are in voiceovers and like just in freelancing, just in general, but in particular voiceovers, because Celia, you know, is voiceover artist and agent and coach and all of that, having written um, voiceover achiever, that was really instrumental in choosing my brand. So I did the exercise that is, we're all challenged to do at the beginning, I think, you know, of the book, you, you ask people in your life, colleagues, former employers, agents, family, friends, whatever, what, you know, five words, whatever would you use to describe me? And so I did that exercise and I got back a, um, a host of adjectives, but <laughs> I was able to, uh, I was able to somehow accidentally whittle that down. And you have to couple that with the things that you really love in life. Like I just, I'm a big Superman fan. I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, but super Gandalf doesn't quite translate to, to branding. <laughs> so Superman is just, my kids love it. I love it. And there's a flipped, you know, there's, there's two sides of that coin, superhuman being, superhuman voice. And so they both just fit me well and I chose it and ran with it. And it's, you know, I think I'm the only voiceover superhero, male voiceover superhero out there. Yeah. So yeah. Rona, I love it. I love Rona, it. Rona it's, Fleischer, it's, I think is the, the, she's Latina. Mm-hmm, Rona mm-hmm. Fleischer, I think is her name. And she has like a superheroine brand. Yeah. Not to be confused with superheroine. She's a superheroine. <laughs> yeah, joke. I, I, I have I, i've always just just thought it was cool the um uh, the first time i saw it i was like yeah i gotta get to know that guy i mean you know even from the voiceover perspective you you 
connect with that. And that's what you want. That's what you want that brand to do for you. Now, that has led you into, of course, your voiceover career. And we'll talk a little more about that in a minute. But I really want to talk more about your your books and your business training and, and the things that you do on that side, because I don't see that nearly as much as I see p- people coming out as a coach. And they're, you know, we'll coach you on and I've got these you know, this method on my performance tips and we're going to do this, but people totally forget they've got to run a business and that's where you are really helping people. Yeah. Well, and they're squeaky. I don't know if you're, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened. Something went down the wrong pipe. It was coffee, I think. But um, anyway, I, um, I just, I thrive on inspiration. What can I say? And so I love to inspire and I love to make people come away from an interaction with me and go like, Oh, I feel like I can actually do this now. Mm -hmm. Um, or I feel like I can do this better. So coaching, I did launch into business coaching last August of 2022. And, uh, I actually received a compliment from a colleague. I think it was JDK who you and I both know Mm -hmm. and said, you know, I I really want to compliment you on going into business coaching because so many people will go into technique coaching just as a, you know, a natural, um, not an exodus, but a natural branching out from voiceovers. Mm -hmm. That's not my strong suit. It's not my strong suit to help you bring a a script to life. It's my strong suit to inspire you that you can do this. And here's how you do it really well in terms of not just bringing a script to life, but if you don't have a business to put that, that, that craft on, you're not going to go anywhere. So my, my philosophy is just, um, inspiring people to, to, to know that they can. And the books are a natural offshoot of that. Uh, the Super Voiceover Artist trilogy it was never intended to be a trilogy, much like Tolkien's book was never intended to be a trilogy. I'm currently arguing that with someone in a in a Lord of the Rings group, <laughs> not right now, but you know, anyway, it's ongoing. Um, was never intended to be a trilogy. It was just meant to be a singular inspirational book, and it was like, well, I want to keep inspiring, so mm-hmm. let's write two more. There you yeah. Go. Yeah, and, and those things are a huge help, even uh, down to the forms that you, you know, share and, and sell. And and people are, they're looking for that stuff and they may not know where to look. I know there are some attorneys out there and there's some different things. And yeah, if you get on and Google a voiceover contract, you're going to find something. It's probably a piece of junk, but you need to get something that's being used, that is tried and tested. And and uh, I know you can help with that as well. The, the process that you use on your business training, uh, I want to give you the opportunity to talk a little more about that because of the importance to me of it is so many people jump into this and it's, you know, they don't know how to bill, they don't know how to collect, they don't know what to expect. What are some of the processes you walk them through to teach them how to how to get this going as a business, not a hobby? Sure. Well, I'm, I'm a business owner first and foremost. I always was a business owner first and foremost. And so, and I, again, going back, circling back to that previous point, your identity comes first and your craft comes second. So your identity is actually a businessman. And I think it was Bill DeWeese who said this probably the most eloquently I've ever heard it said. He said, uh, I am a businessman who just happens to do voiceovers. I absolutely love that phrase. It's resonated with me from the very first time I laid eyes on it in print. If you don't have your identity figured out of being able to just, you know, do this and keep your finger on the pulse of your operations, have vision, uh, be able to implement management, uh, implement, you know, a good management plan over what you do to exercise business acumen, whether that's the the rigmarole of the the standard stuff you have to do, like accounting, you know, keeping on tasks, goals and tracking goals, 
um, you know, equipment maintenance, upgrades, whatever. All of that stuff is so important to a forward trajectory in voiceovers. Mm-hmm. It almost has, you I mean, I just want to laugh when people show up in a, in a free consult. I used to do them all the time. And they would say, yeah, I was told I have a good voice and I should do voiceovers and, you know. But I mean, you could tell, like, it's obvious. You just, you have no sense of yourself or business acumen or any of that stuff. Your identity comes first, know where you're going, and then you can refine your craft and put it on that vehicle uh, to head mm-hmm. into the future. So yeah, we do talk about um, uh, branding first and foremost. There's, you know, Voices.com, for example, uh, Boohiss, yes, I know. But Voices.com will boast 500,000 voice talent on their website. If that's true, then you have a lot of people to contend with just in that voiceover marketplace alone. All of them are vying for a producer's attention. How do you rise above the herd and get heard? Well, you have to be unique. You have to have a sense of yourself that stands out from the pack and says, you know, look at me. And that comes with branding, uniqueness. Our job is to tilt heads uh, in everything we do with our auditions, with our marketing messages, so we talk about branding, we talk about a business plan, we talk about setting and tracking goals, we talk about uh, CRMs, you know, how you use them. I like to open up each session just to a Q&A because you know you way better than I ever will. And let's hear where you're at and then we'll answer questions, you know, accordingly and go from there. It's a pretty organic uh, coaching session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And I've been through it. I can attest to it. It's, it's, it's a great way to do it. And you'll hit the point you want to hit. You've, you already are identifying the person's strengths. They may already have some things in place. You don't waste time on those things. You get to the things that they need to uh, need the most help with. Um, in, in that training where uh, things will grow from someone's bought the book. Now they want to do training. Someone's in the Facebook group. They want to do training. Your group is what around 5,000 strong. It's about 6,500 right now. Wow. Fantastic. And that is a great uh, marketplace. It's a great place to inspire and and, and get people to look into that and know what you're doing. You're very inspirational with that as well. And I have, uh, with my little group, I have tried to, you know, apply the same principles of you want to build a... uh, a reputation of being honest and straightforward. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to feed you a line. This is not a place you're going to come in here, make six figures in six months. You know, it's, it's just not that. We're going to give you the meat and potatoes. Um, so this all goes way back to you were in uh, wedding videos. You were shooting weddings. And I've heard you say several times, never, hopefully, never, never, never again. But how did you get into that and then get out of that? Yeah. Um, yeah, my gosh, I just knocked on wood. You say, hopefully never have to return to that. (laughs) Um, it's, oh man. I mean, it's just, it's so funny how you can be immersed in your current craft. I will just call this a predicament, not a craft and be comfortable with it, you know, learn to love it and find the positives in it. And then you just kind of get stuck. It's like the frog in boiling, slowly boiling water uh, analogy. I just, I, I got it accidentally. I got into wedding videography accidentally, kind of again as a branching off of corporate videography. Um, but it slowly became my bread and butter because it was just so easy to book and do. I had all kinds of artistic license. There was no, you know, uh, uh, shot list that you have to go by. You know, make sure you get all these particular shots uh, with corporate. Um, so many more rounds of revisions with corporate. You know, weddings just so much more artistic license, and I. 
appreciated that freedom. So, and I'm a people person. I liked connecting with these weddings, wedding clients. I liked being part of their weddings and celebrations. There are some weddings I'd actually cry at because they're so beautiful. Don't actually include that in the interview. I don't cry. <clears throat> anyway. Edit, edit. Let's yeah, edit that one. <laughs> Uh, I just kind of got stuck though. After a while, it just became familiar territory. And, you Mm -hmm. know, the proverb goes, a dog returns to its own vomit. (laughs) So (laughs) I was just, this is what I knew. And it slowly became very toxic. However, I don't know why, but around 2017, I think the tide kind of turned and clients began to become very, uh, vindictive. They were always narcissistic. This is their wedding. I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, narcissistic but with an edge uh, in 2017 clients would try to whittle, whittle down a, you know, a $1,400 package to $900, take off some of those bells and whistles. And then I, you know, so they can get the price, I would give them the price and then they would slowly try to add back in these bells and whistles without increasing the corresponding cost. Well, there's, it's commensurate with what you're adding in or or taking Mm -hmm. out. And I wouldn't give that to them. They would run straight to Yelp. Um, it's just, it, it was so uh, emotional, knee-jerk, like I have bent over backwards for these clients to ensure that every every shot at their wedding was so beautifully captured, put in so much time on every single weekend of every year, uh, put in so much production, you know, and, and tried to please them, pr- please, please, please them over and over. And it, it was just kind of a failing pursuit. So uh, very happy to say that I just... I didn't really exodus so much as I just didn't need them anymore. Voiceovers mm-hmm. were starting to supply our entire income uh, and generate far and away uh, income, you know, well above what I ever could have ever hoped to make as a wedding videographer. And so I filmed my last one in uh, November of 2019, drove away, Edge of Evolution by Alanis Morissette was playing. I felt like I was <laughs> evolving and left it behind and I've just, I'm so grateful, especially given the fact that in 2020, a little thing called the pandemic happened, weddings mm-hmm. went way down mm-hmm. in 2020, public gatherings. So our income would have tanked, you know, had I been right. On that. Right. That's all part of a business, you know, seeing into the future, making adjustments, you know, adapt and overcome. And yeah. 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 So how long were you, were you uh, studying and doing VO prior to when you exited uh, video? I've been on the riverbanks of, of voiceover since, I mean, the late 90s, just watching and dabbling and stuff. But I was dabbling in a lot of different creative pr- pursuits, singing and jingles, singles, <laughs> you know, all kinds of different things. And and I, I did them as a hobby. But uh, I actually started my business formally in 2007. Mm-hmm. And then I was adding, I was doing voiceovers on top of um, commercial videography as an, as an add-on. You know, we finish the shoot, finish the edit. They go, great, everything's a lock. You know, now we just need a voiceover. And I go, oh, uh, I can do that. And it was an add-on. I never mm-hmm. thought of doing it as a service unto itself until the fall of, of 2016. Mm-hmm. So it's been an evolution as well. Yeah. And that's great timing because, uh, as you know, since 2020, there's been another 70,000 people get in and, you know, it's it's really crazy. And then as you referred back to um, – uh, voices.com the $99 special that was run recently was not good for <laughs> for traffic no. uh, I have seen uh-huh. things very quickly have a hundred auditions and I have to wonder how many of those were the $99 ones um, yeah. it's scary and and sadly possibly untrained 
Um, this is this is an industry to where there is a perception for some people that I can sit in my sit in my living room on the couch with a USB mic and I can be a voice actor. It's yeah. just not that simple. Um, in your underwear. It's not. Don't forget yes. in your underwear. Yes, in your underwear with the front door open. Uh, it, th- there's there's so much more to it that they're missing. And, um, you know, that's one of the other things that we try to, to to push out through the group and through even through this podcast that this is not an overnight thing. Sure, there's yeah. the golden ticket. There are some people who are just so naturally talented and they do get their their space set up correctly, but they're so naturally talented, they take off. They're that good. But mm-hmm. that is so rare. There's so few of those. Um, we always recommend to people, you know, get a space set up, make sure it's good, have somebody check it out, then start getting coaching and training and learning, understand how to not only you're not reading a script, but how to interpret that copy and how to pass that copy along to where somebody feels something from it. It's not sitting down like that one guy that they show from the nose down who says, I can sit in my closet and make 25 cents a word. Right. It doesn't work that way, yeah. you know, yeah. and and kudos to you for teaching all this stuff. Now, in, in the group, uh, I, I know you you post inspirational stuff. Uh, there's other stuff going on. What other activities do you guys do in the group that people may want to come over and join? Yeah, well, it's the Global Voiceover Artist Network on Facebook. So if you type in uh, gvoa.net, that will take you there. Um, it's basically just, you know, I started the group, um, I think it was 2017. It may have been 2018, if I remember correctly. But um, I just like wins. I like being able to post wins. And that actually is is the origin story of the group. I was in a local meetup, wanted to post some wins about, um, about, you know, voiceover success and was not allowed to. And so it was like, but, but we should be, you know, doing that. And so I, I just created my own group and yes, I was part of other groups at the time that, you know, to a a modicum of success, you could post different things, uh, in in Mm -hmm. there, but I I really wanted the G van to be a free for all and not so rule oriented, not so draconian in, you know, here's the fine lines that you must cross. I know of a group where it's like, constantly reminded of the rules just kind of makes mm-hmm. you weary of mm-hmm. rules right um like i get it you are a policeman i get it anyway <laughs> uh, going into dangerous territory there but i um uh i'm i'm fond of wins so i very much want the engagement i want people to know that it's a place where they can post their wins where they can be inspired come every day and get a drink of water and go oh i needed to hear that and i those are so refreshing to receive engagement with the posts that i've created i.e you know, daily affirmations or, you know, uh, Stuart Smalley-esque kind of, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Posts where they say, I needed to hear this. Those, I needed to hear this air quotes. Those are just, they're food for the soul. It's so rewarding mm-hmm. to see that you've touched somebody's life. That's the whole part of the voiceover community that we need. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you, um, if you don't have a tribe or a group or something, and you're not in one of these groups, you should be in one because it, it is good for you. Uh, you know, yeah. you, uh, especially if you're in this full time and you're out there on your own, you don't get to interact with a lot of people some days, you know, if you're, you're booking online casting stuff, you don't sometimes say, Oh, well, let's take your audition. And, oh man, I really wanted a live session. I wanted to see a person. Yeah. It doesn't always work that way. We're siloed. We are, we, we are. And, uh, for, People like me who I came out of the manufacturing industry for 30 some odd years, you know, I saw hundreds of people every day and I was interacting with 
truckers and suppliers and people, you know, in Japan. And then all of a sudden whoop, it's all cut off and you're at home and, you know, you got to have those people you can go to. Yeah. L- l- let's talk a tad about your business as far as how you are spread, what you do. Uh, I think there are probably two to three different paths that people follow. There's the bad path that a lot of people have followed lately. They've gotten on the the no-no platforms, and that's where they start, mm-hmm. cheap. And then maybe they realize, well, maybe I should look at online casting. I've learned to do it now. I need to get to online casting, and they have to make that transition. And there are those who do tons of direct marketing. They don't do a lot of online casting, and maybe they have uh, some agents. So let's talk about your mix and how it works for you. Sure. Yeah, I think um, I'm a big fan of of the pay to place, the model of the pay to place. Uh, I'll say that unabashedly. They are not perfect in any stretch, uh, by any stretch. They're not, um, uh, you know, foolproof, and you can run into a lot of obstacles and problems with there that a lot of newbies in the voiceover industry really just are naive about how to navigate. So, mm-hmm. thus brings circles back, circles us back to the um, uh, the group and community aspect where you you ask these questions, you know, you connect with people who are not as spring chickeny as you, and they've been, they've been around the horn a few times. So, um, <clears throat> the, the single thing that we all should advocate, and I love how Paul Schmidt is just so diligently advocating of this. Um, you have to be a big proponent of direct marketing. It's true with any business. You are an entrepreneur, you're a sole proprietor, a freelancer. This is the thing that you need to do. You are selling you and the thing that you provide. So yes, you can make a decent living on the pay to place. Yes, you can you can extract some, uh, not all. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, clients from a pay to play or more pay than one pay to play and turn them into direct repeat clients. But the goal is to have direct clients that you you own. They're yours. There's no TOUs you have to abide by. There's no escrows. There's no you know limitations and whatevers. Uh, direct marketing means, you know, you connected with that client on a very personal, direct business level. They trust you and then they turn into repeat, which is the other side. I have, I think, 47% repeat business, which is a number that I just, I love. I think it's, it's almost half of my business is repeat. Mm -hmm. So don't, you can't, uh, again, the phrase adapt and overcome or adapt uh, or die. So instrumental in voiceovers, so instrumental as a freelancer. Don't put all your eggs in one basket of the pay to place. What if, God forbid, someday something happened where, you know, whoever is president says, you know what, I've heard about these pay to plays and these online sites where you have to pay for membership for involvement. I'm going to just go ahead and sign a bill that those go away. Eek. You know, then you're out. You're up a creek without a paddle. So you have to diversify direct marketing, agents, pay to plays, repeats, um, and anything, any other, you know, meetups and local organizations where you can connect with people not by direct marketing over email or social media, but face to face. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a host of other ways that you can connect with people. Yeah. You have to diversify. Yep. Absolutely. I look at it as an old wagon wheel with all the spokes. And, yeah. uh, you know, you were mentioning the local stuff, which I do a chamber of commerce, local podcast. It goes out once a week. It's 10, 15 minutes of my time yeah. to record it. Another 30 minutes to throw it together. But that's going out to all the business people around here. And I have done two things with that. I have picked up television spots for local um, events. I have picked up uh, some bartering, which is 
awesome. I love bartering. Like I've got a screen printer and a couple other people who make my t-shirts and stuff for me. And I do 30 second radio commercials for them a couple of yeah. times a year. That's awesome. And there's so much you can do locally. Um, it's, yeah. it's not always about the money. Well, it's about the money, but it's a, sometimes you can barter. I have a, a friend of mine and actually, you know him, uh, Charles Coates. Yep. Charles is the barter king. He went to his dentist, his doctor, his vet, and all of them and did their IVR and phone stuff and got like $500 credits at each one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many things you can do like that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I just talked to him yesterday. We were making our VO Atlanta plans and uh, yeah, we're, we're rooming together. I don't know how that'll go, but we'll, we'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> but, no snuggling, no planes trains. No, no, no none of that. I don't. I don't want to have one of those John Candy, Steve Martin moments. I, right. <laughs> and I was going to say. I mean, to dovetail with that, like one of the things I absolutely loved uh, being part of the Muckle To Chamber of Commerce, which was t- ten minutes away from where we used to live before we moved in 2020. It was. It met every Wednesday. This was a. This was actually free. You do have to pay to be part of a Chamber of Commerce. Usually, this was a free offshoot group. And so every week, you're probably familiar with this, you do a little 30 second to a minute, usually like a minute intro, where you Mm -hmm. stand up and you talk about your business because there is some rotation of different business owners that come through that meeting. And so one time, you know, everybody was going around the table and it was my turn and I just stood up and I played my demo. I didn't say a word. I just played my demo, my commercial demo, and then Mm -hmm. I sat back down and it was raucous applause. It was raucous laughter because that's awesome. You let your your performance and your art and your craft and your you know excellent production speak for itself, and it's right. a great way to really impress people live. Right, right. Um, a couple of more things before we go. Uh, let's talk about your blog a little bit because a blog is a hard thing. Uh, it, it's it's it, it's fun to be expressive. I, I am trying to get mine going and stick to it. Um, but yours are just incredibly great. I just really enjoy reading them. They're both, they're funny, they're inspirational. They make you stop and think. If you're smart and you read between the lines, sometimes you'll get some things out of there that you probably meant for somebody to get out of there, but you just didn't come out and say it. Yeah. How, did, how did all that get started and what, what inspires you to keep that going? That's hard. Yeah, you have warmed my heart uh, just by asking this question. So uh, everybody replay, go back to the point where Troy asked me because you'll see the smile just go across my face. I love <laughs> blogging. I Here's how I'm, here's lo- voiceovers at the top of the list. Right under it is blogging about voiceovers. Performing and getting paid for voiceovers right here, blogging's right below it. I absolutely love blogging. Is it hard to maintain? Sure, anything's hard to maintain. If you set an aim of, I'm gonna do this regularly, you're beholden to uh, nice play on your name there. You're beholden <laughs> to stick to that commitment. Mm-hmm. So, but blogging is a creative um, outlet for me that just meets a lot of my my talents and passions, and again, a huge desire to inspire. Um, I have been inspired my entire life, you know, since being able to read and being introduced to people like Dave Barry. So, it's a very different type of blog from what you usually will read in voiceovers. It's very, uh, very, you know, contrasted in nature from say Paul Strickwerda's blog or Paul Schmidt's blog, even more so. Um, it's, it's, I, I love that you listed funny as the first adjective because that is always the intent. Laughter is the best medicine, especially in our industry. So right. I intend them to be a, 
uh, fun, laugh. We work in an industry where we are so faced with rejection over and over and over again. It can be depressing. <laughs> it can be frustrating, maddening even. And so uh, I, I intend my blog to be a shot in the arm, much needed shot in the arm of confidence boost, inspiration. <sighs> it's really going to be okay. I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then bring it all home in the end. There's always a wrap up that brings it all home. And what does this blog have to do with voiceovers? Ah, here it is. Okay, this is how it ties together. So last week's was you know my son's birthday party, whacking the pinata, uh, and isn't voiceovers scoring trying to score jobs like whacking that pinata? You just try to find mm-hmm. parallels in life, and um, it, it's a wonderful. I just absolutely love, like, what can I write about this week and how can I make it so funny and memorable and different from everyone else's? So that's, again, our goal is to be as unique as we can. I was playing the standard blog game for a while. Like, this is this is voiceovers and we should charge market rates. No offense, we absolutely should. But, you know, cut and dry and, you know, suit, shirt, tie, everything, formal. That's mm-hmm. just not who I am. I'm very mm-hmm. informal and fun and laid back. So this voices in my head blog at the voice it's the voices in my head.com uh, is, is very much my other fun side. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Now here's the million dollar question. And, and I just jotted this down. Do you have a VO hero? A VO hero. So um, I think we can really get sucked into hero worship. And that's what I want to prelude that my answer with, because it's mm-hmm. very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. to get out of hero worship. Yes, I do have heroes. I don't worship them as much as I did because you know you come to you come to find that everyone's human after right. all. People have right. you know pros and cons and stuff like that. Um but but heroes in terms of inspiration and the the voices that I that I've patterned myself after mm-hmm. um to get those out of the way. Steven Russell in the Thief uh PC Thief video game Jason Hildebrandt of Whale Wars, love his voice, love that mysterious narration. Um, uh, uh, David Attenborough, you know, from Mm -hmm. the British side of things. Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's so many voices you could draw inspiration from. That's that side. In the voiceover industry itself, uh, I am absolutely just head over heels in love with my coach, Scott Burns. I think he's Mm -hmm. a fantastic human being, fantastic mammal, walking exclamation mark. The guy is so much fun to work with and such an inspiration, and that is a perfect pairing for me. I love, um, very fond of Paul Strickwerda, very fond of um, uh, Tom Pinto in, term of, in terms of his, um, you know, give a damn narration coaching. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and just, and so many others. I am very grateful for people who've gone before and inspire me. And then you just have to turn that around and inspire others. Yeah. Yes. Very good point. Very good point. And I will say watching what you've done over the past few years has been an inspiration to me to build to build a business in a similar fashion. Um, And I tell people all the time, find people you want. You don't have to imitate, but you should emulate success. You should, you know, even if it's a handful of voices that you want to emulate the way they interpret or, or pass their copy. You may want to emulate the way they ran their business. You, you have to have a few people that you do that. Yeah. I think, you know, we do that in anything we do. Yeah. Josh Alexander, super voiceover. How, do, how, does, uh, how does everyone find you to get some business coaching? Sure. Well, everything, uh, it's, I, I just need to 
get, I think, the last domain in place, which would be my blog, because the blog is itsthevoicesinmyhead.com. It doesn't start with super. Everything else starts with super. Uh, so supervoiceover.com is my site. Super voiceover uh, training is uh, training videos and curriculum. Uh, super voiceover store is where you can get books and, and all of the things that I've published and purchased. But super voiceover coaching. And so supervoiceoverbusinesscoaching.com would be just like a horribly, horribly punishing domain name for people to have to type. You need a nap before you finish it. Right. But right. supervoiceovercoaching.com is where and how you can find uh, quality business coaching for your VO business. Awesome. Awesome. Any new um, any new content or things coming out? I, I thought yeah. I heard you mentioning a book. Yeah, another book? I just put a, a sixth book together. So, And I published that, um, I believe it was Wednesday. Um, it was finally approved yesterday by uh, Kindle Direct Publishing on Amazon. But it's called Five T's to Triumph. The secrets to getting cast in voiceovers, and so I don't want to give away the farm. You have to get the book, but it, these have worked for me, and they are the things that I advocate in terms of how you, if you really want to get cast, and I do frequently. If you want to get cast in voiceovers, here's some five perfectly instrumental T's. The letter T, they all start with T to, to really pay attention to, mm -hmm. um, and and that will uh, you know hopefully equip you with a lot more inroads to success and triumph that way. Awesome. Awesome. So find Josh's site, find, uh, find the books, start there. If you're brand new, start in on the books, reach out for some business training, business coaching. Um, yeah. And you've heard coaches names mentioned. You've heard all kinds of stuff here today, all kinds of great advice. Uh, Josh is just uh, bottom line. He's just a good person. And uh, that's, that's what we like to absolutely recommend when we're talking about people you can rely on in this business. So thanks so much for taking some time out of your uh, early afternoon with Thank us you, or man. late yeah. morning at, out there on your side of the country. And uh, you are in, uh, you're in the Seattle, is that where you're at? Seattle area? Yeah. Olympia, hour and a half Olympia. south of Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I knew you had moved and I just could not remember uh, what the move was, but yeah. great to have you. And, uh, it was great to see you last year and I'm sure there'll be another conference that we'll meet up again. But I remember I walked up to you and I was kind of enamored and I, I pulled on your coat and I said, I just wanted to touch the, you know, the thread. And, and I think I threw you, you a curve. Weren't yeah. You yeah. Yeah. I was healed. I hey, was healed from yeah. the evils of a $5 voiceover. <laughs> hey, that's a great thing to be healed from. Oh my God. That's right. That's right. Well, if I had a cloak, I would, I would give everyone a piece of that cloak. I would mail it to all the registered fiber users everywhere. There you go. Piece there you go. Cloak. Yeah. It's tough. And you know, it took me a while, but uh, yeah, I'm right there on that wagon right now. It's, it's a shame that what people go through there and, and, God bless them. They don't know better, but we want to teach them better. And that's, and that's what we got to do. You and I are worth more. Yes, absolutely. Hey, Josh, thanks so much. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon and have a, a fantastic uh, rest of your week. And really appreciate you taking time to join us. You too, Mr. Holden. Thank you. This has been The Be Life with Troy Holden. If you'd like to consult with Troy one-on-one, -on -one, visit his website and schedule time at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Join the VO Live Facebook page and interact with other new voice talent. Join the VO Workouts or the Midweek Meetup on the VO Live page events. And be sure and leave a review on Apple and let us know what you'd like us to cover on the podcast. You can also get all of the episodes on Troy's YouTube page. Just search for Troy Holden Voices. 
that boy is everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. Next thing you know, he'll have a streaming TV show. God forbid. And I will. <laughs>